Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. I have to warn you about a second wave of red. It's high noon for Thursday, November 12th, 2020. How are you feeling? Another positive day with positive momentum. Saturday sucked. Sunday wasn't great. Friday night wasn't great. But everything since then, great. So why are you so sad? Why are you so nervous? We won. That's it. I said it last week. I'll say it again. We won. The election ended on November 3rd. Trump got more votes. We will find that out in a way that everyone can be happy about it soon enough. But this morning, Trump tweeted and posted on uh, Telegram. And by the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but everyone should download the app Telegram and follow Donald Trump to get information directly from him for when Twitter takes him down, which of course they're going to do. And just as a little aside, there's a massive rally for Trump that's going to take place on Saturday in Washington, D.C. And I don't think anything truly major will happen before then because I think that for optics, they're going to want to see the country come out in support before that happens. And I am going to spend the entire episode on Monday giggling if Trump's protest, rally, whatever you'd like to call it in D.C. on Saturday is bigger than the Women's March. And instead of pussy hats, we have MAGA hats. Because rather than wanting to make America into pussies, 
We want to make America great again. Which one of those works on a bumper sticker? You fucking communists. So Trump tweets out this morning. Report. Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Now, I was told this morning by a friend who I enjoy, but who is not awake at all, that they were very concerned that I was staking my reputation and my brand by reposting the president's tweet. And that's crazy because I was like, man, aren't you worried? Like, I don't understand why Hollywood hasn't started worrying that their reputation is going to be useful idiots of the Chinese Communist Party that already took over Hong Kong is trying to take over Taiwan and has a million Muslim Uyghurs in concentration camps. But just that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were paying off and compromising the Democratic nominee's family. Oh, and him himself. So just that, but just that. Nothing else about China is wrong except for the fact that they're like destroying American manufacturing and trying to take down our economy and our currency. Um, but besides that, nothing uh, except for their warlike moves around the South China Sea and their aggression toward their nuclear-armed neighbor, India. But besides that, there's no problem in you voting for the man who does the bidding of the Chinese Communist Party. <clears throat> oh, shit. But they also, like, are spying on Americans through TikTok and other apps. They are paying off our social media heads to silence us. They're funding Antifa. But besides that stuff, and Black Lives Matter, but besides that stuff and the Democrat Party, but besides that stuff, no problem. No problem at all. You'll probably have a very, very good reputation in Hollywood by being a useful idiot for the Chinese Communist Party if Joe Biden wins. I mean, Joe Biden's not going to win. But besides that, you're sitting pretty. But I do thank you very much for the concern trolling because I know that your prior concern is about my personal brand and not the fact that you support atrocity. So what is Donald Trump talking about? Well, He's talking about the electronic voting systems that are used around the country. Dominion has theirs in 33 states, according to their Wikipedia. And then there are a couple other systems used around the country. One of those systems is also owned by Dominion. And Dominion is a Canadian company, not an American one, which is already a real bad idea and no offense to Canadians, but no other country should have any influence whatsoever 
on American elections. And I think that the Democrats who whined and cried about a fake Russia story for four years could agree with that, especially if that country is China, who has a much more intimate relationship with Canada than they have with us. Now, Dominion, in their own manual, says that the same encryption key is used for all the voting systems around the country. So if you can get into one, you can get into all. That's my understanding. I am not a tech guy. But they're not secure, and people were sounding the alarm on their insecurity before the election. Why don't you know about it? Well, because you read what the central narrative tells you, and you believe what the central narrative tells you. So all of those problems were probably just not a big deal. If they were a big deal, the Democrats surely would have fixed them. Even though there's a whistleblower who says specifically that she was told to ignore problems. But that's probably no big deal either. I mean, she is on the record. But that's not real evidence, is it? I mean, there is nothing that you're going to consider real evidence if you're inside the central narrative. Yesterday on the New York Times front page, they posted about how there was no evidence of voter fraud around the country. And that's simply not true. Tucker Carlson had a great uh, rant on that last night. His monologues have still been good. I, you know, I know people are down on Fox and I am as well, but you know, I, I don't know how you fault Tucker right now. He's still on it. I mean, he came out swinging last night and it was nice. But these problems are real. And Tucker spent a lot of his time talking about dead voters and not people who voted and then died. People who died a long time ago and then voted. They requested their mail-in ballots. They filled out their mail-in ballots and they sent them back in, even though they're dead. Weird, right? So what they had the Dominion Systems doing was trying to maintain certain margins in the elections around the country. They were manipulating everything so that they would get the right votes in the right places and that no matter what, they would take down Trump. It turns out the red wave was too big for that. So they had to do it. More and more and more. They got desperate. They got panicked. And what they did was obvious. And so a statistician online accessed public data, the same data that Edison and New York Times and CNN, all of them use to call political races. He used the same data and found out that all sorts of votes were switched from Trump to Biden and that all sorts of votes were just completely deleted from Trump's tally. Just completely deleted. That's what he's talking about. And it happened all around the country. Trump tweeted it. Lynn Wood, the lawyer, tweeted it as well. Are we to imagine that they are just lying on a massive scale 
Of course not. You think that this information isn't provable? Everybody's like, yeah, but, you know, I'm going to wait for the proof. Oh, really? Oh, really? Gosh, that's so smart. This is such an insane habit. Like you refuse to believe anything you don't like until everyone else believes it too. We're crossing the plains on the wagon train. And you just got left for dead. Because you can't make your way in the world acting like that. You end up in a state of chaos. You end up in a threatening situation. Well, you're dead. That's why the wagon train left you on the side of the road. And we kept Barreling down the plains, the dust kicking up behind our old rickety wheels. Just kidding. We have great wheels. And now we're riding a red wave. This morning, I watched a brilliant segment from Sky News Australia. The newsman was Alan Jones. I'm not particularly familiar with his work, but he was dead on this morning about what's happening in America and the voter fraud and the media manipulation, because that's what it is. The media would not need the propaganda push if they weren't lying. Okay? It should be that simple to understand. They would not be needing to convince you that voter fraud doesn't exist while it's being shown to you every day if voter fraud didn't exist. They wouldn't need Twitter and Facebook and Google to manipulate their algorithms and cut users off and silence them if they had the truth on their side. And this is one of those things that everyone should intuitively know. And if you need to go further, understand that they have been wrong about everything for five years. I don't mean to rehearse this again, but good Lord. They were wrong about Trump getting elected. They were wrong about Russian collusion. They were wrong about who paid for the Steele dossier. They were wrong that the Steele dossier was even real. It was not. They were wrong on election night. They were wrong about Michael Flynn. They covered up the FBI and CIA's behavior in all of this. They were wrong about Carter Page. They lied They covered up the fact that the FBI lied for the FISA warrant to spy on Carter Page and the campaign. They were wrong on Mueller. They were wrong on the results of Mueller. They doubled down on telling you that even though Mueller couldn't find anything, it was still true. They were wrong about the 2018 election. They pretend that Stacey Abrams won. She didn't at all, and not because of suppression at all. You can find a fact check. Even Politico's fact checked that. They were wrong about Ukraine. They were covering up for Joe Biden, and the media helped them. They were wrong about impeachment. They were wrong about COVID. They were wrong about masks. They were wrong about Black Lives Matter. They covered up Antifa. 
They're manipulating you about the vaccine. They pretend Andrew Cuomo did a good job. Instead of doing their job, they're allowing Andrew Cuomo to act like a hero, even though he put sick people into nursing homes. But they are covering that up too. And all of these things, you know. And if you don't know, then you shouldn't be having these conversations. Because nothing about what I just said is even disputable. But instead, we get propaganda. Now they're going to start coming out and saying that the Dominion numbers are what? False? Someone made them up? It's the same numbers they use. And so they'll just start providing cover for other figures. Or they'll do exactly what they're doing now and convincing everyone that we need more lockdowns. And how's that? Just one month ago, the WHO itself said that lockdowns no longer work or never worked because obviously they never worked. Again, just like masks, lockdowns are one of the dumbest ideas of all time, which is why they were never recommended until Anthony Fauci got himself on TV to repeat Chinese propaganda. Oh, that sounds crazy. You're really going over the edge right now. Nope. Lockdowns were never tried nationwide for a pandemic ever, 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 not once, ever. And then all of a sudden, every nation needs to do it for a disease capable of killing one or two out of a thousand people, all of whom are old with multiple comorbidities. And that rate even accounts for all the people who just died with COVID and not from COVID. But we need another lockdown. Why? This is another social control. We do not need lockdowns. Florida has been open for seven weeks and they're just fine. Sweden never locked down and they're just fine. And which places are convincing us to lock down? If you guessed Democrat states and cities, you'd be right. California is not the only state that sent out emergency alerts that make your cell phone scream at you so that you get so scared. And when do we decide that that's okay, by the way? Did we just support the state being able to contact us and tell us directly how we should stay safe from COVID. Chicago's trying to make it so that people can't leave their homes except for the essentials. That people can't come over and see you. Their insane mayor, Lori Lightfoot, acted, literally tried to act in a PSA ad that they did about how we can all go back to believing the science now that Joe Biden is our president-elect, even though he isn't. They wouldn't need the propaganda if they were telling you the truth. I said in April, the media and the old guard would break down on this timeline, and they are. 
The media has lost the narrative. And so have the tech companies. And this is what it looks like. And we all just need to get comfortable with this, okay? Information does not come from those sources anymore. That's where disinformation comes from. You can find everything I say. You can reach my conclusions by doing your own research online. And I'm not talking about the like, do your own research. Like that's some cop outline that conspiracy theorists say, or people that don't know how to discern information. I am saying that in the sources you respect enough, you can find literally everything that I say. I didn't just imagine all of this one day. You can see what's happening. You know what's happening. If you've been censored by a tech platform, you can feel what's happening. And then add the fact that Donald Trump keeps beating them at their own game. Do you think that's an accident? I said in the On Theorism episode, Donald Trump is rooted. He's one of the most rooted people ever. He knows what works. He knows what wins. His philosophy corresponds to reality. And here's another reality. You know, we're seeing these little articles here and there. Yesterday, there was one in Billboard and some other sources about how there would be a vaccine verification to get into concerts in the future. And that's real interesting. I mean, that's insane. It's utterly dystopian. It's like Bill Gates's wettest wet dream. But the thing is, everybody's so worried about this. But guys, all we have to do is not go to those things anymore. And then they are no longer financially viable. So if they tell you that you have to do something that you don't want to do to be able to do other things you do want to do, you say, well, I guess those things aren't going to exist anymore because there's more of us. There's more of us. You have to accept that. And it's going to be undeniable when all the voting stuff shakes out. There are more people who are awake than you think. You can't hear them because either they're being silent or they're being drowned out or silenced. But they are there. They're there. They came out and they voted for Donald Trump. You want to have concerts without any Trump supporters, Adam? All right. You want to operate your airlines? If Trump supporters won't fly, all right. Good luck. Free market can take care of this. Capitalism slam. Woo! No one saw that coming. But capitalism wins again. Why? Because free markets are moral. Now let's rewind to 2016. We all remember the election and election night when Hillary 
decided that she would not concede that evening, even though the race had been called and even though Donald Trump came out and gave his acceptance speech. And she conceded the next day. And why was that? Because she was having the emotions. She was having the sads and mads and didn't know how to deal with herself. So she just needed a day to compose herself. No. It's because they were using the same program in 2016 that they used now. But it didn't work. They cheated and it didn't work. And they didn't have extra days to bring in mail-in ballots. And they didn't have a mild pandemic to use as an excuse for why they needed to send out tens of millions of unsolicited ballots to dead people, to people who moved. They didn't have that in 2016. And they didn't have the Black Lives Matter ballot harvesting operation that they have this year either. And why is BLM so big this year? Why did LeBron get to create his own voting centers? LeBron James, the Chinese ambassador to the NBA. It made it a lot harder for them to win. And of course, they didn't. And then in the weeks following the election, Trump said that millions of people illegally voted in the 2016 election. And every mainstream outlet tried to belittle the president and make fun of him because he has no evidence whatsoever of that happening. And then everyone tried to claim that he meant that it was illegal aliens who voted when that is not actually the substance of the claim. And that seemed impossible to believe. So we all just moved on. And then in 2018, he warned about and talked about election fraud. And here we are. We're seeing exactly how millions of people could have voted illegally or more properly that there were millions of illegal votes cast and counted in 2016 because they weren't necessarily just people voting illegally. Is it hard to believe that this happened before? These Dominion systems have been around for a while. There are a great number of people who have been saying that Mitt Romney was robbed in the same way. And that may well be true. The point is that we will see and we need to watch and we need to be prepared to believe these types of things because they happened. And we need to be able to communicate to our friends who voted for Joe Biden and may be having their wake up moment now. Like we still have to be open to those people no matter what. Honestly, it's not worth trying to convince anyone on that side that they're wrong right now, because first of all, they're not looking for you to convince them and they are not allowing themselves to be convinced. So you're wasting your breath. These people are just trying to make you think that you are wrong and you are crazy so that you'll stop saying the bad thing. And if everybody stops saying the bad thing, then they get to believe 
that what they think is true. And they do this about virtually everything. Remember, guys, the Lincoln Project, the ones who are trying to convince the country that all sorts of Republicans really switched away from Donald Trump. Those are the guys that lied us into the Iraq war. Okay, That's the same collection of corrupt and incompetent neocons that everyone on the left always hated. But now there are buddies. But remember Hillary not conceding. Then remember Hillary saying that Joe Biden shouldn't concede no matter what. Under any circumstances. And then remember how election night went down. All of a sudden, a bunch of states stopped counting. The ones that we're still talking about right now, they just stopped counting at some point. And one of them, Georgia, remember the whole uh, the water main busting? They had a pipe broken so they couldn't count for a few hours. Yeah, there's no proof that happened. No work order, no service order, nothing. They just stopped voting in the State Farm Arena, where more than a vote was. Isn't that amazing? And so they stopped the the counting for the night. And then by morning, hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots just showed up. Why did we accept that? Well, because for months we were told that because of how bad the mail is, you know the mail, that it could take days or even weeks afterward to get all the ballots in. It's funny that never happened before. We were never warned before that universal mail-in balloting could have that problem. Right? I mean, every Democrat tried to tell us that we didn't have to worry about universal mail-in because it was already being used in a bunch of places. But they got all their ballots in, huh? So the other states that had universal mail-in balloting had no problem getting their votes counted that night yeah okay okay so the mail works really really well there but not so well in these swing states man that is weird gosh that's weird you know it's almost like they realized on election night that donald trump had this big massive red wave that they didn't predict because they are too arrogant and incompetent That they actually went ahead and believed their fake polls that they knew themselves were suppression polls. Remember, it's not just Donald Trump saying this. If you think that Joe Biden's campaign didn't know that the election was lost, you're out of your minds. They just didn't realize it was going to be by so much. And so they figured that the computers would probably fix enough things to make them win. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump winds up on election night 
up 800,000 votes in Pennsylvania and up all over the country. Isn't that amazing? And then the mail-in votes come in. And why? Well, because those are backup. What do you think is going to happen when these are recounted? Just today, a Pennsylvania judge ruled that the mail-in ballots or the ballots that could not be cured, like based on uh, identifying the person and the ballot, would be thrown out. Does that count as proof? Does that count as a Trump win? I know that he's, that everybody knows that he's losing all the court cases. He's not. I know that everybody knows that there has been no proven fraud. There has. There are hundreds of sworn affidavits under the penalty of perjury that American citizens just like you and me witnessed voter fraud firsthand. And we have a whistleblower from Dominion. How long do you want to maintain your weak defensive position and still try to claim the righteous high ground? There is no basis for believing what the media says about this election. None whatsoever. But people still do it. And one last thing before we go. So yesterday I witnessed, as I usually end up doing, the rantings and ravings of clueless actresses posting about coups. Because, of course, they have the sound knowledge of history to know what a coup is. Or how one would operate. The ignorance is astounding. Donald Trump challenging, legally challenging, election results one week after the election is a coup. Huh. Al Gore went on for 36 days. And he was never ahead anywhere. Like Al Gore was not ahead in Florida at any time. He sued so that they would only recount votes in particular counties. And he lost that suit. And that's why he lost Florida. He was cheating as well. But Trump waiting one week constitutes a coup. The only reason these people know this word is because the media has been feeding them this narrative all year and for longer than that. You know, like I've said before, I used to think of Bill Maher as a hero, but he's been leading the charge on this ridiculous idea that Trump would refuse to leave office. John Brennan, the former head of the CIA, was on national television on CNN opining that Trump should be forcibly removed from office, either by the military or by Mike Pence pursuing the 25th Amendment. You guys think that isn't a coup, but challenging an election in court 
that is obviously riddled with fraud is a coup. It's unbelievable how stupid that thought is. And that was only one example. I could give you a thousand examples over the last five years about how all of this has been a coup. They have been denying that Trump was a legitimate, duly elected president for the entire time. They have tried to impeach him. They have spied on him. They have investigated every single thing around him and still come up with nothing. Which one is the coup? Joe Biden's not president. And Trump is not doing anything illegal. There is nothing coup-like about what's happening here. And so I have one suggestion, and I hope that it spreads far and wide because I think that it could actually work. Now, I'm in a position to know a few things about how social media operates and what their models are, their business models. They make money by capturing your attention and then selling your data or selling advertising that is targeted directly to you. They can also do that for propaganda, and they do. They pay celebrities and influencers to tell you to wear a mask, to tell you to go vote. Iwillvote.com. Oh, that's so cute. You're going to do it with a group. I will vote. I will vote. I voted. I voted. I voted. I voted. Look at my coffee. I voted. I'm filming myself. I voted. Ha 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 ha. But the coin of that realm is the attention, and it's particularly the attention paid to popular users. There's a reason the DNC paid The Rock to interview Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And it's because he's got a zillion followers online. And they knew the social media hit would be huge. So that's what they did. Now, I'm not looking for anyone to be personally punished for any of this. But we don't have to keep paying attention to them. And if 75 million Trump supporters stopped following verified accounts on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, the value of that propaganda would drop. Once again, a capitalism slam. Two in one show. Who knew? But when that value drops... So does the value of what they're doing. The big tech companies, I mean. If The Rock lost 75 million followers, or I'm sure not all of us are following The Rock for fuck's sake, but if he lost 20 million followers, that would be a huge headline. That would be damaging to The Rock and to Facebook and to Instagram. No offense, Dwayne. That's not harmful or hurtful or doxing. It's just you saying, I'm not going to give you my eyeballs anymore. 
How about that? You want to try to propagandize my country on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party? I'm not going to follow you anymore. Simple. If it's friends, it doesn't mean you can't still be friends. You're just not going to follow them online anymore. Because I don't want to be propagandized. Do you? We need to start exercising the power we have in influencing these events in our own lives. And if you think you're going to get fired or you're going to lose people or something because you declare your support, I mean, you're a pussy, but at least there are other things you can do. This is one of them. You're not going to miss Beyonce's Instagram. So back in the days of hashtags, this would have worked better, but I think we should call this the great unfollowing and just stop following verified accounts on all the platforms. Easy, right? No problem. Big impact. I will be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack. I'm your moderator.substack.com where you can donate or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!